Hello. Hello. Hi, Noel. Hello. Hi, Noel. Can you hear me clearly? I can. It's oh. quite well, quite nicely. Yes. Oh, I can hear you very well. Wonderful, wonderful. So, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so nice. So finally, we've got past all the hitches and glitches, and here we are in the open land of friendship. Yes. Well, I have traveled with you for over a year now, almost a year now. It was last May that we found each other online, thanks to the pandemic. But yeah. You were looking for. Uh, what were you looking for? NVC and unschooling. Yeah. Well, connection, a human contact, <laughs> human <Wow>. contact, <laughs> and um. You did a search online on Facebook, isn't it? Yeah, um, and you know, I'm I'm a bit of the the sort who will just sort of jump from topic to topic and explore and and if it suits me and I'm in awe, I keep going down that rabbit hole. And so at that time, it was definitely I rotate through some core topics, but at that time, it was um, working with my daughter who has special needs and. Um, we were home together, and I knew we were going to start on a new adventure. And unschooling came up as an idea, which I was not familiar with. Um, and I wow. ended up finding you, um, your unschooling group on Facebook. Wow, that's so nice, so lovely that you found us, and I'm so glad you searched for it because we yeah. had so much fun connecting. Those we did so many sessions we had every week. Talking about unschooling, parenting, and listening circles it was so special to me. I grew, and from that friendship with you, I got the idea of why not uh, also take people through the inner journey of painting in presence. Wow! Yeah, was- I had that. Just amazes me that our our conversations spawn so many ideas, don't they? Yeah. It's because you said you paint and you haven't painted for some time or something like that. You said you didn't. Like twenty years, yeah. (laughs) And I painted every day, even then. Uh huh. So I said, I always wanted to take people through the inner journey of uh, what happens when you paint. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I had yeah I had gone to art school, and um which was wrought with competition and critiques that went on for hours and hours and hours. And um, it sort of drilled the desire to paint out of me. And so you reintroduced that it was a possibility to try again. And I thought, well, yeah, I, I might try again. I did like things about it, but I was afraid. But you guided me right through that. Yeah, interestingly, because I never went to art school. Yeah, so I always lucky painted. you. <laughs> Can you believe it that I always painted because I I, I uh, didn't know any other way but to paint one moment at a time and see what it's telling me to do next. And only after years I realized what I was doing was called empathic painting, intuitive painting, mm-hmm. and uh, why it was feeling so good and how it uh, helped me fix so many problems in my life. And then I was yeah. trying to share this this uh, insight this 
way of painting is when you showed up and said oh well we could try this and i said well i i don't know if this is going to work but wow i got a i got participation i got connection i got a friend here yeah yeah i was ready for um to explore um and learn about myself and so the offer to do it in a in a platform that i was familiar with but had long lost i loved but had kind of lost my my connection to painting i was ready no doubt wow it's so so beautiful for me to be able to share this most dear process it saved my life for 45 years this ability to just return back to painting when nothing is working everything is falling apart there's health problems there is financial problems relationship problems and nothing would work i would automatically come back to the table and uh, i know that mm. painting always makes me happy and i never realized that not going to school was my superpower that i didn't go to any art school yeah that that's, <laughs> that's what saved you <laughs> totally and every time you forget but that's when uh, when you when you meet friends like you and we vibrate and sort of resonate on the same points is when you start feeling that new joy again that wow we're going to walk and try out these things together yeah i think um shared um sharing sort of the discovery of it's not really new ideas everything's kind of already established it's just kind of re rediscovering ideas and in the context of another person um is where i get the most excited i love collaborative exploration into finding the things that um are awe inspiring for me and to have someone else to do that with it just happens naturally though doesn't it with certain people mm, absolutely only certain spaces allow you to be just yourself uh yeah. not that not that uh, other places don't but somehow you may show up differently in each uh-huh. space you know so it's a yeah. thing it's a kind of a chemical thing i guess yeah it was it was perfect timing and it overlapped so well with our other interests um cuz i never thought you know i had studied nvc nonviolent communication and it felt sort of like a a fringe idea in a way I, i where i live there's no one there was very few people had even heard of it and so to find unschooling and the nvc combined in It'd one person hard. yeah it felt it, it felt what is the word synchronistic i guess i was just going to say that is so synchronistic to find all of this and such a great connect i love our friendship how it's evolved over one year and i think you've yeah. been there every wednesday almost every wednesday you've been there and i look forward to it so much yeah i i probably have actually um for quite some time and you know my my project that emerged from it all uh-huh. um was um i had found in my exploration of myself that um i i didn't trust myself to show up on my behalf mm-hmm. it was almost like i wanted other people to commit to me but i upon further inspection i noticed that i hadn't really committed to me <laughs> in a way that made me feel secure and so 
um, from our meetings, um, the idea that I would commit to myself basically to show up to hang out with you and paint um, every single Wednesday for 52 Wednesdays was a message to myself. Um, I don't know that I could have done it though if it was if it was me alone. I needed it to be in a space where there was another person that I could, that's just how I'm built. I, I'm motivated when, when I'm aligned with someone else. And some people can really work independently and stay to a schedule, but I'm, I'm not that person. I do much better with, with, a I guess a cohort, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, a, you know, a friend along the path kind of thing. And so, um, that started that and um, now I you know make that a painting every single in the time that we're together I kind of complete it in that time period basically so that that project has taught me that um, I can show up for myself I'm there I am I, I'm, I'm here right right <laughs> yeah all these all these little belief systems that we create for ourselves and then we can revisit them and reorient ourselves how beautiful mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you're here noel on the podcast uh and this podcast as you know is about talking everything about presence mindfulness living from your authentic self um communing with uh, the spirit or, and whatever that means to you I want to discuss a little more of that and uh, if any time during the chat uh, which should be another 20-30 minutes as, as long as you feel comfortable uh, if you feel you need to step away and take a breather or just hold silence just feel free to say that because this podcast is about about that about experiencing it talking about it and even bringing it alive for all our listeners our friends yeah. out there who may get a direct experience of what it feels like to just be present in the moment and connect to oneself and then listen what we call empathic listening or listening from presence or mm-hmm. talking from presence so so i have very interesting things to ask you but at, at the first time first i know that i know you a bit so i want to give you that uh, freedom that be free to stop anytime and say okay i need a few minutes to step away get your cup of coffee or something okay oh very good yeah <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> and you said something about participation which uh, brought alive a response from me that i am very much like you that i have so many ideas and inspirations and so many things i've done in my 45 years and yet i am completely useless unless someone shows up and said mm-hmm. well i might enjoy that which is which is why i got inspired to start the artist within painting in presence uh, wellness days because yeah. i feel something in you saying uh, hey i might enjoy that do i need that and then i knew yeah. that i need that too of course but because there is this uh, participation and connection with a live human being out there and i looked further in it and i would love to know what you feel about it how it shows up in you that uh we human beings we we need something real all the time as in uh, uh why real because it's uncertain like right now this conversation we don't know what we're going to discuss we haven't had any question answers ready or anything mm-hmm. uh, we just have this sense of connection and we feel safe in this connection 
and hence we're able to uh, open up and uh, share ourselves so i feel we, all of us we need this kind of a real uh, connection a space which is open and there's some novelty and surprise in it because we don't know what we're going to hear so it's very engaging and once it is engaging and it grips our imagination and uh, you know it piques our interest then we are able to express which is why i thought that when you are painting when uh, uh, if someone's talking from that presence telling you a story about their life not just some made up story then it becomes interesting to to be open and pay full attention you know it's engaging and uh-huh. then you're able to paint is the reason why what my experience was that i cannot paint till i am i've lived something i have something to say so i would always paint at the end of the day uh after i've experienced life and i have something to say right so i thought let me create that space where i'm talking about my life everyday life my parenting or my other interests or whatever happened in the day and that's what we do in the in the venus days and we listen from that empathetic non-judgmental presence to practice what it means to just be true to yourself so i wanted to Absolutely. wanted to just put it out here and see how that how that what brings a, what comes alive in you when i share this you know yeah well first of all it's funny um because we're on opposite ends of the planet <laughs> and so we're always it's your night my morning so we're <laughs> always in and we've seen this theme kind of throughout this kind of interesting juxtaposition of opposites that we can be so similar and aligned yet so directly opposite um so i got kind of cracked up cuz you spend your your day and then you you come to the space and i wake up and i i do spend about an hour um and i'm i'm i really make an effort to have quiet time and meditation before i come to the blank page mm-hmm. um but i what i found is and you were so open to this um i bring sometimes you know the the day before can bleed into the next morning in terms of emotionally and what what i have really found with the space is that i can show up truly as i am and and um i'm you know i'm a deep deep person and my feelings are enormous and so um it's rare that i find a space that that i can show up authentically in that and those moods and you know there's been times that i've shown up and not really said a word i kind of waved a little and then just got to it cuz it was i was just in such a heavy space but i i am always able to tap wherever my emotions are begin the process of following the brush and that was what you you know presented to me was was come without expectation come without demand on yourself come without intention and follow your brush and um that was so different from anything i had learned in art school because the 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 trend was you had to come with an idea and it had to be a good idea <laughs> so you couldn't just show up with an idea it had to be brilliant somehow and then you were you know in a competitive environment of who was going to be the most amazing and 
and, then, and I'm sure I brought a lot of my personality, which is kind of perfectionistic, and I have all those those demons. But to that situation, so so yes, I found that coming to the page without having to create anything specific and just mm. following the brush and being able to allow my emotions to to um, I guess fuel it in a way. <laughs> Um, has has really helped me um, have another have a really I guess a, a a safe and productive way to process hard hard feelings hard mm-hmm. hard emotions right and in my life that just is not you know the general gist I used to just kind of dump on people mm-hmm. and that's just not fair and it's not good and so finding a way to kind of contain Right. all of me and right. it but still be able to express it in a healthy way is is monumental yeah monumental is the word yes i remember noel that uh, in in the beginning you said oh i'm not ready i'm not in a good mood i can't come today and i had mm-hmm. to remind you that that's the time you have to come to you for yourself and know that everything's fine people will accept you the way you are if you allow yourself to be accepted if you accept yourself and say it's okay this is me this is me being human and mm-hmm. this i'm saying this so easily as if i know but no every session i'm practicing the same thing right <laughs> it's not that i know the point is that i am so kicked about finding this ability in the last few years that the only thing i need to do is find ways to celebrate our humanity and then everything feels all right every morning if i do a few journaling pages or i sit and paint in that empathic presence and meet myself where i am if i haven't done this then that little child inside me is refuses to cooperate and do anything well mm-hmm. <laughs> effort then but the days i have done this and i experiment to check if, if this is really how it works for me uh the days i met myself where i am and said yeah i know yesterday that didn't go well and oh that was so wonderful and you know i mourn this i celebrate that then the rest of the day is effortless bubbling flowing all the synchronicities and serendipity just happens people show up work gets done you know playfully joyfully so yeah so i'm so thrilled to hear that this worked for you i wanted to see if it will work for others too and 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 how this will pan out for others you know or am i the only one yeah. <laughs> doing weird experiments <laughs> yeah i i think it is um it would work for anyone and i don't know and we've talked about this it it doesn't have to be painting it's whatever you do that you lose track of time i read i read a um quote yesterday or the day before and it said um and i i don't even remember who said it which is kind of awful to quote someone without knowing who it was but uh-huh. um it it said um do what you did when you were a kid and you completely lost track of time whatever that thing was <laughs> go back and do that wow and um yeah and i remember you know and i i grew up you know in the era before technology so we had the advantage of running around outside and losing hours at a time mm-hmm. in our play right. um and so i think that um you know the painting 
really resonates with me. But um, as you've pointed out, some people it might be singing or um, other forms of expression that we just find in, in immense joy in and we create to because we're creators, right? Isn't that what we do? We're human and we create. Yes, yes. Wow, that's so beautiful. So well said. No, I'm really glad you're on the podcast and uh, sharing because you articulate things so well. I've always said this and I, in fact, I wish you could take some of the sessions. <laughs> uh, you inspire me. Oh, I was so afraid to, to even express anything really when I got to you. I was just so afraid to be me and you've nurtured that in me. Thank you for that, Dipali. Oh, and you have nurtured me so much. I have to say that in particular, that when you show up with that enthusiasm, remember, we were the only ones in the unschooling uh, 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 online sessions, uh, listening circles. And uh, sometimes we were the only ones, sometimes no one showed up. And we had such a fun time sharing all our stories and difficulties and challenges and uh, just just uh, embracing each other, just saying, yeah, I get you. Yeah, it was funny because um, we were showing up in context to um, creating beautiful lives with our children and learning and growing um, together with them and that being a beautiful experience. And um, and I kept getting this feeling because that really was what we were talking about. We really stayed pretty centered on on how we related to our children and, and the stories around that. And I... I kept thinking to myself, I would go, I'm getting a feeling because you would sort of drop hints or something, but you never came out and said you paint or you're an artist. And I was like, I have a feeling this woman is an artist or something. I, you know, and I was an artist, definitely. And um, and um, and then the there was other sort of alignments um, um, with A Course in Miracles, just little comments and other philosophies that we and and that's when our conversation started to expand outside um on those days that no one showed up we got to kind of break the rules in our topic right 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 <laughs> it's it's uncanny that uh, the natural attraction that happens when we don't know anything about uh-huh. the person but there's a sense that tells yeah. that no there's something here for me i have to go i have to meet this one i i'm interested in that intuitive feeling you know, which attracted you to me and me back to mm-hmm. you and saying, no, yeah. I didn't know you paint. And one day we suddenly discovered we both paint. And that was one right. thing between us, you know. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how this uh, practice of painting in presence, uh, empathic listening while painting, being present to whatever comes alive in you, being true to yourself. What has it done? Because it's been so many months that we've been doing it. And what it's done for me, I have done several things, several things, especially painting with a group of friends. Uh, people, there's so many people we don't know, they've come and then we become friends. Mm-hmm. What it's done to my art practice itself is given me a certain uh, freedom. Earlier, I had a very, uh, what you say, codependent relationship with art because it was the single most thing that always saved my life. And I had a traumatic childhood. So I remember just painting or reading or writing or singing or dancing. But painting was at the heart of it. As I grew up, whenever things got challenging, I went back to the board. 
uh, I, I was also a professional artist for many years uh, a decade ago and uh, that also worked well but then eventually i realized that i like to create something else while i'm painting for example the idea of unschooling listening circles or having this wednesday sessions or uh, theater you know a script for theater educational model or what should i do about this particular problem all these things i get clarity when i'm painting i get that inspiration so for me art was this ground of meeting myself figuring out what i should do next and an intuitive inner listening but in this last year of our painting together online i have been able to step away and say okay if i don't paint for a few days it's fine nothing's going to go wrong it developed right. a greater relationship with my senses my mind my breath and say okay if something is not working well and i'm feeling flustered or anxious i can always say time out or just breathe or focus on one thing and listen carefully to the other person and repeat back and you know, i develop other methods but that's because i was painting with you girls that was the first time i ever did this like in the last whole year so it developed this ability in me to be okay without my art for a few days it's fine i am doing very well otherwise right. I, i had this like oh i'm i i can't figure out what's happening i don't know what to do i'm going back to my table don't talk to me you know right so, so it's given me this immense freedom to to feel okay in all kinds of situations and i'll manage it i will listen deeper i'll ask the right questions i'll inquire so it's it's made me more flexible and more free that i can step out and uh, engage with other people otherwise i was like no no i'm being i'm at home on my table <laughs> yeah i you know what i what i think is interesting about that is we so naturally as people come to the space um what i've noticed happen is when we start to share it's really always our story it's kind of like we're expressing in words it's almost like we're painting with words at the same time we're painting with paint and a brush and so it's like happening at the same time it's not like we sit around and give advice or any of that it's more like it's more like old fashioned folk tale sharing you know mm-hmm. where you tell a story and they are our stories they happen to be you know our stories right. and so i can see where um yeah i get filled up doubly so i i get filled up in the expression and the painting and and the um you know that that whole process and then i get filled up with with the support of these people because it's interesting how our story is so different because we have people from all over the world i mean right. all cor- you know Yep. <laughs> like all co- all corners of the oh, yeah. sphere which is there's always such a pretty common are these from uh, Canada and there is somebody from Malaysia and there is a couple of people from India and there was somebody from Scotland so we've we've had so many people England yes we've had so many different people we've met on our journeys uh online <laughs> yes but the stories seem oddly similar in ways um and that's i think the comfort in it isn't it Mm-hmm. that's right you s- said it so well that it's like sitting around the fire and you know just sharing opening up there is no compulsion 
there been days i'm the only one jabbering away and no one has said a word and there's been days when i have said nothing and no one has said anything we're listening to music and yeah you've just shared a little bit and and been off you're right it fills us up with i think our humanity to connect yeah is the most fundamental thing for for us human beings to feel human unless we are not able to connect we don't feel human i feel we feel, yeah. we feel and off the mark we feel we feel upset we feel like i live with my son and and days when uh, some hours if he's not had a chat or given me a hug then i am like something's missing and i go inside and say can i have a hug or he'll come out every other hour and say i need a hug Mhm. Yeah. Just just one hug is enough. We don't have great when great much to talk. Yeah. He's in his teenage years, so there's nothing much to talk. He's after a few days he'll have something to say. But some days there isn't. But that connection is where I think we see our humanity in each other. We see a shared reality. We see Yeah. And we are sharing our own story. There's honesty and uh, uh, raw reality to share. nothing made up nothing there's no judgment so so you're right it is not a space where we are expecting that but it's open to to look at it look at it and see if it's if it makes you happy to just be yourself i think people who come to it start to catch on that um the space really supports um expressing authentically without pressure and i think that that because when we when we show up we, uh, granted there is the structure of painting but right. it's about as loose as structure can get you know you have a couple of paints you have a brush you actually and if you don't you you're fine to use a pencil that's about the extent of the structure of the of the process and so we're allowed to come and i think we catch on after a couple of sessions that um there's no demand it's not like i have to come and talk about a specific topic i don't have to show up with a casserole i didn't have to 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 fit in in any way i didn't have to plan or figure out you know my presentation or you know all the stuff that usually when we get together with other people even in leisure you know like um we're going to play baseball together there's you know the all the bits and bobs that have to be figured and sorted and dealt with and negotiated right there's none of that in the in the space and i think that that's kind of the magic of it is people because there's been people who have come and they they i think it's it feels like oh i'm going to be taught how to paint hmm. and and once you go oh No, we're not being taught anything. I just get to be and express freely. Sometimes it hasn't happened like I felt like I hadn't been there since I was a child. Right. Like when I came into that and then I get to speak and share in a way that there really is no expectation and there's no judgment. And yeah, yeah, it's it's incredibly supportive and and relaxing. It's like, okay, I'm okay here. and that's rare. It's hard to find those types of spaces. Yes, so well said. And then how does that become a habit? It becomes a habit and we start doing that in the rest of our lives. Because for me mm-hmm. this is a practice ground where I can practice just being empathically present and in that moment if I truly feel I have to respond from uh, 
from generosity from kindness from uh, just a deep listening then uh, what comes up instead of uh, feeling any pressure to say the right thing to make the other person feel comfortable or anything like that i can be true to myself and then that's been my habit and i see my relationships improve greatly with myself and others first with myself because i have been so demanding with myself it was a given you know i was a single parent for nearly 12 years i've had a hard life in many many ways and so i had this habit of expecting a lot from myself mm-hmm. and this uh, this wednesday meeting empathic presence which of course you're right i want to acknowledge nbc where i learned a lot about it from my friends here in india who already were living from that presence and holding listening circles um from uh, a course in miracles that also introduced the power of presence and just resting mm-hmm. in resting in the holiness happiness habit uh mm-hmm. i want to acknowledge so many 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 people and uh, concepts and philosophies that have come my way but ultimately to create a space of your own to practice it to enjoy it to bask more in it that made a difference that i wanted a combination of art you know i cannot sit and listen in empathic listening for too long because my hands have to be busy i have to have mm-hmm. one part of me feel secure in a in a repeated action of some kind and i know a lot of children i work with children all my life so i know a lot of children when they are doing something they're writing they're looking down or drawing we think they're not listening but they're actually listening much better yes it's something about like you know when you're driving and you go in a state of flow because you're listening to music so yeah. subconscious kind of comes up because the conscious mind is just busy doing something repeated it's like the monkey is busy so then uh, the angels can come out and do the magical things so uh, so this has really changed my life a lot in many ways and and i would love to know and even my art practice like i i said earlier that the whole uh, style of painting the kind of work i used to do and now i do everything has shifted and yeah it was it was a it was a combination of things to paint and do body movement to sing and then to uh, uh, go and live the life as in if i have to create a new program or an educational model or i have to meet some clients who want listening circles or a meeting of you know they want to know to sit in a mindfulness presence with their issues all kinds of work i could do but first i had to meet myself in art and that yeah and don't forget the playfulness cuz you've yeah. done such yeah. an excellent job um that helped me so much to polly i had forgotten how to feel feel playful. <laughs> and so, you know how we come to and we show up and we turn on the computer and our faces and <laughs> me and you will just sit there and make silly faces at each other and right. um, and that. kind of wave our arms about and we do, you know, the kind of the movement in the chair stuff and and almost like we're, you know, like in 6th grade at the at the little dance and <laughs> and we but it's over a computer you know we kind of respond to each other and do our dancing yeah. um often without any music or anything it's just what we do but 
Um, so I, I did want to stress that that the playfulness that came through it also in in all the other aspects. Yeah, the whole thing is built on playfulness. The whole idea yeah. of uh, you know this whole very big notion of mindful listening deeply to each other actually it's primarily based on playfulness. The we just we just trying to have fun and increase the um, curiosity factor inside us. So when I'm making faces, I shift my mind kind of shifts from that serious mode of analytical thinking and being the right, yeah. you know, into this childlike saying, "Oh, yeah, everything's silly, all right." And it's very shamanic. Actually, these are all shamanic uh, rituals that have uh, been passed down for ages. So again, I want to acknowledge uh, my shamanic par- grandparents and the indigenous communities from all over the world. I have been very fortunate to be able to connect to a few tribes in India and uh, feel the confirmation that this is the way this is the way earlier I used to feel very self-conscious and critical that I have this huge need to be funny all the time and I have so much energy to run around with children then the adults standing around will say oh you are very childish and right oh actually I'm very childlike I'm very mature also you'll be surprised I'm very mature <laughs> yeah And, and you know there is this whole thing that you can't be childish and childlike and and then be mature you know, you know. well it's interesting that you say that because i i got so bogged down with life the the responsibility of it all um mm. you know my daughter who has special needs and i'm caring for her and and i got to a place where i so desperately sought um to rest in the ease of peace like i needed my soul to be at peace you know the life had gotten too insane and but when i sought that mindfulness mm. it did it was out of seriousness it was void of playfulness um and so often we seek that peace i think a lot of us from a place of kind of desperate <laughs> desperate and that um, seriousness was- Yeah, I don't think that ever works. It feels very boring. I've tried it before doing the doing many other different meditations and vipassana. Vipassana is a big part of my life. And I thought at one point it was boring. It was really yeah. boring. It's a wonderful practice. I love the observation that you you learn from it and you bring that non-judgmental observation from it. But I wanted to do it playfully. So I would do it through body movement, through painting. Yeah, we need the play. Theater, see, a lot of theater. And I realized ultimately that the way to peace is through playfulness. Why? Because the serious mind, which is an adult mind, is not yeah. going to drop its its uh, need to be serious unless it first goes through this tunnel of playfulness. Yeah. And then it drops it and it says it's okay, it's safe, it's safe for me to yes. laugh a bit, and then it experiences peace and harmony. It's yeah. so funny that it's like kind of a transformation of self that you transform your own self, your own mind by taking yourself into these spaces. And you don't need much for it, right? You just just sit and make faces and it just wiggle oh, your No, it doesn't take much for us, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that part so much and thank you for bringing it up and reminding me that the big part is playfulness. Actually, it is yeah. only playfulness. And I had forgotten you, and you you reintroduced me to it. Yes. Yeah, and I I I needed, you know, you reaffirm it. I you are my mirror. I look at you and say, see, she has got the same flavor and and tempo of being playful. Like the need is high in you as much as it yeah. is in you. 
and i know some people who come and they find it very difficult to to let go and you know even bring their tongue out or wiggle their nose yeah and they they laugh at us when we are doing it and i'm fine it's fine you don't yeah. have to quit but uh, just to even feel that while someone's doing it say hey this is cool i this is so sweet that's okay you don't have to actually do all of this right but well and, and every an audience is a good thing too um there always has to so even if you sit and you just observe us there's something to be said yeah, for that too we need that witness space so now you're bringing up the yeah. ne- next topic of witness space some of us thrive in a when we when we have an audience or we have participation this witness space is so powerful like i'm beginning to see a commonality here that some of us who have high running passions and strong emotions we are the ones who thrive in uh, in an audience in in performance you know but mm-hmm. the witness space that is is opens up when when there is people looking at you is very powerful it's it's uh, what i experience in theater and it's a long topic we could talk about another day but i would love to yeah. hear what you feel uh, about this presence of other people watching you doesn't it feel safe like to me it always feels like i'm doing it on behalf of all of us uh, and i'm an empath so i am actually i've been on theater on stage and i know that certain lines you are saying or some movement you're doing a piece you're doing it's come from nowhere it's just come from out of out of the script and it's because i was so connected to the audience i wanted the audience to have an experience mm-hmm. and something moved through me so a lot of time in, even in our wednesday sessions i feel something is speaking through me even in this podcast i feel something speaking through me and i want to hear it which is why i am talking because unless i talk i won't hear it right <laughs> right right yeah um i've come to understand that the audience is almost equally as if not more important than the creator cuz without the witness um the creation doesn't seem to go anywhere and i learned that from my daughter who has um autism she's autistic and right. she has down syndrome right. and um she's really into opera and so we would go to this opera camp and the first time and it was it took a lot of effort it was a typical scenario and so i had to kind of facilitate and it was time to choose our roles and i said so what role do you want to you know try out for and she turned to me and said very matter of factly the audience wow and it at the time i was slightly um perturbed because i'd spent a lot of money for us to be <laughs> at this opera camp that's that that's a pure easy. unschooly moment over there right and it really wasn't it's not my finer moment at all um and it really was not the answer i wanted because i really wanted her to shine and be all those things that yeah. we look for sometimes and get into that craziness um and her wisdom um has that taught me just such such a profound thing about the observer so i'm glad i got to share that little story Wow, that's a very powerful story, Noel. Very wonderful story. I I really want to stay with the story because I hadn't heard this one before. You've shared many stories about your daughter and uh, your unschooly moments, but not this one. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, this is very powerful. And you know Chloe. So, yeah, I know she was Chloe. very she was adamant. <laughs> I, I'm I the audience. 
yeah just like my son we have been unschooling for nearly 8 years and yeah there is this clarity in them which helps me so much he just takes a stand and uh, says no i can't do this and mm. i love yeah. that i celebrate that because then i step back and do this inner work on myself that why do you need him to do this so desperately and i talk to the mother inside me the parent and uh, i realize it's my old conditioning and then once i've listened to my needs behind it then i'm able to make a new request to myself for him these are such such powerful defining moments and it uh, helps our lives go into the direction of absolute ease i feel life over for me has become so effortless and uh, i feel it's a grace it's it's grace that's making it happen uh, i'm lucky but i do all this inner work to not to enjoy it but i love the inner work i love this dimension of inquiring it what i need to be in order to serve life better how will it facilitate how can i facilitate life within me around me like i i am absolutely humbled by this one year journey with you and so many people i've met it is really softened my heart so much because I've had always had these amazing ideas. I start something amazing, it goes very well for a couple of years and then everyone disappears. So yeah. Like, Hello? What yeah. Happened? Why are you disappearing? You know, like let's continue. Let's build on this. Let's continue to have fun. I guess that's the nature of life. But so for me I I have uh, harnessed every moment of it and uh, felt so much gratitude that this is possible. So uh we are coming into 45 minutes and we can go on a little bit more. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you that you experienced this Chloe's uh, uh story her intuition and maybe maybe you want to talk a little bit about intuition because all of this Wednesday is an art practice so here also podcast is about really developing a muscle of intuition. and what does that really mean what does intuition look like in your life would be interesting to know if if you feel like sharing yeah um i i i think you're saying you mean intuition is that what you're saying sometimes yeah. our language our indian 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 accent of it, intuition no it's intuition yes In- no it is yes. intuition <laughs> okay um so um for me in my in my really um finding really opening myself up to okay who are you without judgment right so not who i want you to think i am because i lived my whole life in this in this what am i supposed to be right and when i finally started going okay no really noel just between me and you what do you like and what don't you like mm. and then we'll start weeding out and i think that that's where the intuition comes from is when i start aligning honestly and authentically and raw like in this really raw sense without judgment and go it's okay you don't have to like that i know all the rest of the world everybody loves that mm. but you, you you get to not like it and and it goes back to the story with chloe um you know i so wanted her to she's you know 
intellectual disabilities and all these things, these challenges. And I wanted her to be able to do like we're judged on what we do. Mm. And she taught me really early on, you got to change your, your yardstick. Mm. Um, I am exceptional at, at observing. Right. And the rest of the world couldn't really see value in that because it doesn't look good, you know, down at the local school or whatever, um, when you don't do anything. But I saw the wisdom in it and that kind of opened that door to to really authentically connecting with um, even if it's I do nothing. Right. <laughs> and um, and being OK with that, that was just such a new new way of viewing and the ease because you were really talking about, you know, falling into the ease and the rest of in, in resting in it right. um, that I felt from saying it's OK if whatever you want to do, you you sit, you rest without anxiety. And mm. that's how I kind of guide myself. And I think that is kind of my intuition now. Yes. Yes. That's how intuition looks to you. Wonderful. Wow. That's beautiful. Wow. What I'm hearing is that intuition is intuition for you is uh, something you can feel okay about something that feels light and easy and even yeah. if, it, if it looks weird to others or you know in the old model of thinking if it feels like oh we can't do this it's not the done thing that's not how we should behave but something inside says well that feels easy we'll do it yeah yeah it's and you those core beliefs are you know raging um and for me it's always coming up against oh it's not enough right. oh it's not enough and so no it might be enough for me to just sit and watch the leaves blow today mm. and and the nurturing that i give myself to allow that time to 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 i guess you know recharge yeah wow yeah it's very powerful sharing that very very heartful yes it, it resonates with my experience of uh, feeling intuitive guidance or intuitive knowledge or ideas that feels this is the right thing I don't know if I have the capacity or the resources for it but why does it feel so right for example mm-hmm. the biggest and most powerful story I have about it is this when I was well, in 2019 I came back from UK after five months of very big huge adventure you know Meeting the ex-family, ex's family and ex is always an adventure. But it turned into something really big. And when I came back, I was really exhausted in a very life and death kind of thing. It's like, I'm dying now. Let me rest. And as I was resting and coming to slowly after a few months towards the end of 2019, some, I asked myself, now what do you want to do? We're going to begin life again, create, you know, give something, serve something commit to something what you've done theater you've done education you've built communities you've done art dance children so much unschooling what should we commit to and i said i don't want to do multiple things i want to do one single thing i'm tired of doing all these multiple things i'm talking with myself and an inner voice says enough now depali just sit down and paint i said right and who's going to pay the bills because paintings don't sell you know there's a whole thing behind that and I can't do that so I knew that I better just listen to the heart voice and it's not like listen it was it was not like me just listening it was all things aligning and opening up for me only to paint like everything was happening that I could only paint 
for example even if i told someone yeah i'll come and teach the children in this school and all they would say we'll get back to you and there'd be no answer so while i'm waiting for them to get back to me what am i doing painting yeah and as i kept painting i remembered how much uh uh communing with myself and communion with the, with the world my stories my friends i could feel in that space of painting you know like compassionate presence to them so i enjoyed it and nurtured it felt so nurturing and there i'm painting every day every morning every night and feeling this deeper connect to everything with of course a looming worry that what am i going to do if you know we run out of money what are we going to do yeah <laughs> so, so none of these responses from any other clients or schools or you know really came through just one or two here and there while my painting goes on and then suddenly march comes and the unheard of thing happens the whole world is shut down yeah and guess what i look around me and all my friends most of my friends all the people around me are falling apart and myself i should be falling apart as as i knew myself you know coming from a, a traumatic experience in uk for five months i was like i was in a robust inner health condition and uh-huh. my empathy levels were soaring high i was feeling very open hearted and generous and i said not to worry we will meet in the listening circle when i had all these parents who were my friends they said what do we do now uh, we are worried and stuff some of them go to school some of them don't go to school i said okay let's sit down in a listening circle and see and just listen to each other you know i'm sure we'll figure it out but can we just be friends and that began the whole journey but can you see this i was amazed i felt like noah god whispering in my ears and, and telling me build an ark build an ark but i'm looking yeah you think but everybody's running around and busy doing important things and here i am just painting away my life yeah I better do something important. And yet yes. only opened up this much that paint that's all. And see what it did within 3 months I was able to serve so many not only that it nurtured my life back in pandemic when people were losing jobs and all I had all of you guys sending me some funds I had donations I had gifts from people who said we mm-hmm. love the work you're doing continue and unbelievably the heart that whispered showed the, the uh, unfolded the rest of the life in every which way all i was doing is having fun meeting friends and really you know enjoying my heart's content while the rest was following i believe that's really what uh, intuition does mindfulness does that it leads you to something you can't imagine right yeah I, yeah to well to follow those stepping stones of of really feeding our soul, right? When I take action that energizes me and I'm able to reflect that back to other people and I'm in this state of joy and excitement, right. um it may not make sense in the context that has been kind of shoved down our throat, you know. Mm. I I get that that what well, you need to be doing this, you should be doing, you know, all the shoulds yeah. and the you must, you must. Yeah. um that's not adequate um that i guess that inner critic yeah. kind of jumps in yeah um but no what unfolds when i allow that the delight i you know my awe of life to lead me and to to um 
unfold before my walking feet. I just keep following, kind of like following the brush as you presented. The painting That's, appears. It just appears. It appears exactly. That's what has happened to our painting technique. Also, that you're you're present to what is more important: the sensations it creates in you. What yeah. life it opens up inside you, and your hand has already done something amazing. I think that's the way the inner psyche connects to you, and that's why these indigenous tribes really painted. But they were painting for a higher reason, to yeah, bring out the messages from deep within the collective psyche, and that is showing a life in a new direction instead of just repeating the yesterday again. You make new choices every day. So I I have developed this habit now, Noel. If any any time I'm in an exciting situation and say, and I have this very exciting, impressionable mind, it says, yeah, yeah, that's good. Let's do this. And oh, yeah, that's good. I say, well, I will come back to you. I need to check in with myself. I no longer yes, say yes, yes immediately. I go back. Yes. And say I need to check in. You know, there's a funny thing. Somebody asked me out for a date <laughs> towards the end of the pandemic. It was like, and somebody really sweet. And I said. an old friend of mine and I said you know what it's a very exciting prospect but can i reply after a few days because i need to check in with myself yes and i was so happy i did that because i didn't know i could do that you know i would be yeah. in a straight jacket and say do i have to say yes or now now itself do i have to say yes or no and yeah. i really learned the value of taking time respectfully saying i love this idea feels amazing and i'm i'm uh, feeling what is it the word blushing but can yeah. i take some time well in checking in with ourselves i notice that it's the feelings that arise somatically in my body that mm. really tell the story because my mind will say oh well you should be um but those but those little tinges and twinges or i feel really settled i'm i'm there's no red flags popping up in terms of feelings in my body that's when i really get aligned that's when i'm really listening and i didn't know that you know i i can come to myself and take a couple of minutes and really feel hmm. in my body hmm. how this sets with me and that's a new practice as well for me depoli wonderful summarized it so well you you highlighted all the points that actually the real deeper listening only means whole being listening whole being presence you know you you feeling your way through life instead of thinking your way through life mm-hmm. and developing that ability in various ways you could do it through art body work whichever way many other ways meditation or whatever yeah. but uh, that is you know bringing up the cream of what life is all about opening up a possibility that life can be really easy and joyful and loving mm. yeah ability i love this and the time is 58 58 not yes. time but the clock yes. is 58 58 over here wonderful perfect time, time. yeah time to move out. on with the day right flow on flow on yes time. flow on tell me before we wind up for today what are you doing right now what's in front of you describe your space a bit well we we do know all of our technical difficulties over getting my mic to cooperate with my whatever the gadget was which started out as my phone and now it's my computer 
so we finally were able to get up and running and so my co- computer is on my legs oh. um and i'm actually in my new glorious bedroom where i have removed every item from the room wow except for the bed and a little bedside stand Lovely. and um yeah and so it's kind of become my my new favorite space um to be in because it's just an empty room with um very 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 dark um almost denim blue walls wow. and everything else in it is white it sounds so beautiful i love the gift you've given yourself yeah i needed a space that was just really clean and my thoughts could be uncluttered wow i find this need in me also all the time to just be present to the stream of consciousness inside me you know to listen to that voice that is flowing and talking and help it sometimes it says something harsh then i say wait a minute can you say that again you know can you repeat it and be tell me the truth behind it you know a thought like oh, this friend of you don't she doesn't really like you or something like that is it no no let's repeat can you reframe that what's the truth behind it what well, she's taking space to be herself right or so oh, we do tell ourselves wicked stories don't we oh yeah they're just not true and we it's do. weird and that's why i think slowing down and i love that you were giving yourself this space i i have been doing a similar thing emptying all my books and clearing the space i wonder you know we are r- running the same life parallelly <laughs> at opposite ends of the earth right i love that it's like we are holding the world between us <laughs> yes yes indeed Oh, I love you, dear. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing such a such a kindred soulful stories with me. I love you, Noel. And I hope I'll find some value and uh, write back to us, talk to us. <laughs> yes, we would love to hear from folks. No doubt. There is a button. We know how to find you. Yeah. There is a button on the podcast where uh, if listeners like they can just press the button and send us a voice message and uh, we can include it in our next podcast. Yeah, and you're in on all sorts of platforms, you know, um Facebook and other places they can find you to Polly, I know. Yes, the Polly Parma is on Instagram, Facebook and uh, podcast. The same podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, uh Anchor, many other places. So if you need to be uh, on our mailing list just send an email to theunschoolway@gmail.com it's the unschool- Yeah and we would love to see anyone who wants to try out um the artist within and do some meditative painting with us we'd love to invite folks there too Yes we'd love to meet you Yeah with that I wish you a beautiful day Noel and see you soon All right dear take care bye bye thank you bye